عند الأحزان تهون حس بدفى العيون يا بي يا حنون مستمعينا الكرام مع تقدم الشخص في العمر قد يصبح العيش المستقل في منزلك أكثر صعوبة إذا كنت تجد صعوبة أكبر في القيام بالأشياء التي اعتدت على فعلها فيمكنك طلب بعض المساعدة في المنزل إن طلب المساعدة لا يعني فقدان استقلاليتك بل على العكس إن الحصول على المساعدة في الأنشطة اليومية يعني أنه لا يزال بإمكانك البقاء في المنزل لفترة أطول وفي بعض الأحيان يمكن للدعم الذي يقدم عادة من أحد أفراد الأسرة أو مقدم الرعاية أن يؤدي إلى طريقة عيش أفضل لإعطائكم معلومات حول كيفية رعاية أحبائكم المسنين وكيفية التغلب على تحديات تلبية احتياجاتهم أود أن أشارككم تجربة إحدى أخواتنا في رعاية والدتها المسنة في المنزل والتي طلبت عدم الكشف عن هويتها كانت هذه الأخت أما عاملة لثلاثة أطفال كبير بدأ يظهر على والدتها أعراض هشاشة العظام التي تطورت فيما بعد إلى حالة منهكة على مر السنين حيث لم تعد قادرة على المشي دون مساعدة ولم تكن قادرة على القيام بأي من الأنشطة اليومية مثل العناية الشخصية والأعمال اليومية الأساسية بمفردها بعد الاتفاق مع جميع أشقائها وأفراد أسرتها قررت هذه الأخت قررت هذه الأخت أن تقدم لوالدتها الرعاية الخاصة في منزلها ابقوا معنا لنستمع بعد قليل إلى التفاصيل As you get older, living independently in your own home can become more difficult. If you are finding it harder to do the things you used to, you can ask for some help at home. Asking for help does not mean losing your independence. It's quite the opposite. Getting help with daily activities means you can still stay living in your own home for longer. In fact, sometimes getting support, usually from family member or a carer, can lead to a much better life. To give you an insight into how you can care for your elderly loved ones and how to overcome the challenges of meeting their needs, I would like to share with you one of our sister's experience in caring for her elderly mother at home and she prefers to stay anonymous. This sister was a working mother of three grown-up children. Her mother began to show symptoms of osteoporosis which developed into a debilitating condition over the years where she was not able to walk without any assistance, nor she was able to do any of the daily activities such as personal care and basic daily chores on her own. 
Upon agreement with all her siblings and family members, the sister decided to take her mother into her own care in her home. First, I would like to thank you very much for accepting our invitation to speak to us about such a sensitive and emotional issue. You're welcome. First, how old was your mother when she came into your care? She was 80 years old. بدايةً سألتها كم كان عمر الوالدة لما بدأت تعتني بها فقالت إنه كان عمره 80 سنة. Someone is classified a carer when they offer any help or support, including physical or personal care and emotional and social support. How much of that were you able to offer your mother? Well, I tried to offer her most of those support because she needed most of these support. Um, as you mentioned, physical, which includes um, medical, um, all her medical needs for Um, like medicine, doctors, all that stuff. And um, emotional, I tried to provide her with a comfortable um, environment for her to a uh, lovely surrounding, you know, nutrition, um, family, um, anything I could offer her to make her feel comfortable and happy. And you could see it on her face that she was comfortable. And, um, of course, um, as she got... Worst of words, she needed special equipment, which we had to get for her. And um, yeah, lots of things like that. So it's basically everything about her life. You, you basically take over, really, all her life aspects. And um, you've got to make sure um, she's meeting all her needs. يعني كنت عم بتحاولي تأمني للرعاية الطبية إضافة إلى الرعاية الاجتماعية. يعني تخليها دائما مرتاحة تأمني لها كل حاجاتها ولا سيما الجو العائلي اللي هي كانت موجودة فيه صح نعم صحيح نعم How prepared were you to become a carer for your own mother physically and emotionally? Well, you could say um, before she came um, to my place, um, she already needed um, little care in her own home. So um, um, we used to offer her a little bit of care in her own home. But you could say I was totally prepared, really, after seeing her condition, physical condition, and how much, how much help she needed. So I was willing and able, uh, alhamdulillah, and no, يعني جيبها لعندي uh, بعد ما طبعا um, uh, يعني I consulted uh, with my family members um, أفراد العائلة عندي بالبيت أحكيت معهم قلت لهم أنه أنا حابة أعمل هيك هيك وهن كانوا كتير uh, رحبوا بالفكرة uh, أنهم يساعدوني ويساعدوا التيتا وطبعا الأخوة والأخوات كلهم يعني كانوا على موافقة أنه هي ممكن يكون أفضل إذا كان تيجي لعندي وطبعا هن كمان قدموا مساعدات كثيره اعطوني دعم بهالامر يعني فيك تقولي كانت كانت يعني مساعده مقسمه لجميع افراد العائله وجميع في داخل البيت وطبعا الاخوه والاخوات 
ولما حالتها هي صارت تتاخر اكثر واكثر سبحان الله يعني حالتها الصحيه صارت تدهور قصدي تدهور عفوا تدهور اكثر واكثر صرنا طبعا بحاجه لخدمات خارجيه مثل قبل الخدمات الحكوميه um, As I mentioned before, I was uh, totally prepared um, to take her under my wings, if you like, and to care for her. Because what also encouraged me, um, the fact that my family members in my household and my siblings uh, were all willing for me to take her on and to offer support. Um, if uh, Obviously, if we needed extra support or if we needed um, extra help, obviously, from other family members so um, that encouraged me a lot alhamdulillah did your mother's health condition deteriorate over the years yes unfortunately her condition deteriorated to a point where subhanallah biqulu nakhlaq tufl wa nakbar masir ka tufl yani mithl ka anu tufl mash qadra tamshi mash qadra tahki mash qadra tatharak mash qadra taakul lawahdha آه يعني يعني صارت بحاجه لكل كل امور الحياه فاذا لما وصلت لهيك مرحله آه انا صرت اطلب خدمات زائده من قبل المؤسسه كان اسمها بوقتها ايج يعني ethnic ايج care health services هيدي آه يعني منظمه كانت تقدم خدمات لل العجزه يلي هن طبعا بيعتبروهم من جاليات اثنيه وكانوا يعطونا المساعده بالتنقيط يعني يعني مثلا هالمرحله فيك بس ست ساعات بالاسبوع لانه بيجوا بيقيموا حاله المام وبيشوفوا اه يعني مامكم بحاجه لاكثر هالمرحله بحاجه لعشر ساعات يعني وصلت لمرحله قبل ما تتوفى انه كنت عم يعطوني 21 ساعه في الاسبوع قد ما حالتها تطورت وما عاد فينا لوحدنا يعني نقدم لها كل شيء وصار بعدين نحن بدنا ريسبايت يعني عرفتي كيف يعني مثلا انا اذا رحت على الشغل او اذا كان يعني حدا من الاخوه مشغولين صاروا يجوا هن طبعا مثلا ينيموها وقت النوم يبعثوا لك حدا على البيت ايه اكيد يجوا الكاوز على البيت دائما يساعدونا باكلها بشربها بنومها بحمامها والحمد لله يعني خدمات كانت كثير كثير نافعه وكثير مساعده. You said that uh, you were getting assistance from your siblings and your other family members. What kind of assistance were you able to get from them? Good question. When I accepted work and I wouldn't be home and the children are at school or at work and it's just I can't leave mother alone. So I actually drew a, like a timetable for the siblings that were able to come and, and look after mom while I was away from home. So each one of my siblings they, who were able to help had their time slot. So they knew, for example... So-and-so is every Monday or Tuesday from 9 to 10, which would be maybe her breakfast time or maybe her um, shower time and also, say, bedtime perhaps. Someone would come and help putting her to bed because she needed two people to put her to bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, مثلاً, <coughs> طبعاً, 
بالعشاء والمساء نحن كنا في البيت فاذا ما كنا بحاجه ليجي حدا يدعمنا بالليل الا بوقت نومها اذا انا وحدي في البيت اكيد ما فيني لوحدي نيمها سيجي حدا من الاخوه ويساعدوني بس كانت كثير كثير ماشي البرنامج كثير ماشي مع الكل يعني ما كان في ضغط على شخص واحد وما كان في مثلا بالخدمات اللي الحكوميه اللي يخدها من منظمه ايج كمان كانوا يجوا الكيرز بس وقت اللي انا اطلبهم وعملت لهم كمان تايم تايبل قلت لها للمسؤوله قلت لها انا بدي مثلا يوم تنام بهالوقت وهالوقت يوم الثلاثه هالوقت وهالوقت فاذا عملت برنامج يناسب الكيرز من المؤسسه ويناسبني ويناسب عائلتي ويناسب الاخوه كلها So what kind of extra services you needed the most for your mother? Um, well, towards the last couple of years when she became totally immobile, like totally, um, obviously she needed, needed to be lifted. يعني نحملها مثلا طوال الصبح بدك تقيميها تغسليها تحميميها بدك هون يصار حدا يجي يساعدنا بحملانها طبعا استعملنا جهاز خاص للحملان لنشيلها من السرير لنحطها على كرسي خاص ندخلها الحمام هذا آه كله هذا كله اكسترا هيلب يجينا من يعني, ال... يعني اضطريتوا تجيبوا مكنه تحملوا فيها الماما تحملوها من السرير تحطوها على الكرسي مثلا صح هذا الجهاز كثير ساعد يعني اكيد وبعدين صار عندها يعني اضطرينا نجيب لها سرير قولي هذا من البدايه اسمه هايلر هيدا سرير طبي كمان عشان نقدر نعليها ونبرمها وقدرنا نجيب لها كمان يعني كنبيه او كرسي خاص لانه صار بتعرفي بس يقعدوا كثير بصير عندهم للاسف صوت هيدا كمان بحاجه جبنا لها كرسي خاص ومسند تحتها ومسند فوق يعني كل هالامور هيدي كل هالحاجات هيدي قدرتوا تامنوها من المركز اللي كنتوا عم تتعاملوا معه؟ لا مشكلها لانه مثلا السرير الكنبيه هودي لا خاص نعم انتم اشتريتوهم يعني من مالكم خاص ولكن هيدي اذا بدك اللي بيحملوها فيها وكرسي الحمام وهدول بس من المؤسسه او اذا بدك من المستشفى الاي كي تيم هدول بس من المستشفى بعدين كان في عندها ووكا هيدا خاص كان في عندها كمان لانه كان عندي درج درج بالبيت جابوا لنا هن مثل سليب سلايد لحتى نكرج العربيه عليها حتى لما كانت تقدر تمشي حتى نطلع بالعربه تطلع ونتحول من من غرفه لغرفه يعني اضطريتوا تعملوا تغييرات بالبيت لتناسب وضع الوالده اللي كانت تعجز عن المشي لحالها يعني مش بس مش بس اشتريتوا اجهزه وعملتوا تغييرات بالبيت كمان بس كثير خفيفه كانت التغييرات أيوة. الحمد لله لانه هن جابوا لنا مثل مثل بلاتفورم بتحطيه وبتكرجي العربيه عليه هيدا ساعد كثير بدل ما نعمل تغييرات كثيفه نعم. مشي الحال الحمد لله نعم 
were you able to access the services you needed and how did you get them يعني اذا فيك تخبرينا كيف قدرتي تحصلي على الخدمات اللي انت كنتي بحاجه لها باي دائره اتصلتي وكيف قدرتي امنتيهم أم هلا في بدايه الامر كانت عم بقولها لماما الاي تي تيم اسسمنت من قبل المستشفى they sent um, an assessor uh, initially to assess her condition and that's when she was able to still move a little bit and talk and eat on her own that's in the beginning of the uh, journey if you like um, and then uh, initially she only needed uh, a walking frame um, and then so we first they referred us after that to this organization called age as I mentioned which is a service for ethnic community age care Um, and when they would come and, and uh, assess or they can come and do supervision um, and see how she's developing, they also helped us in what services we could have okay. to, to um, provide for us, to help us look after her. So, uh, yeah, from an organisation. يعني وصل عندكم حدا من دائرة الإيتش اللي سميتيها من شوي اللي هي تابعة لدائرة المسنين يعني. فاجوا لعندكم وفحصوا الوالده وهن يعني قرروا شو الخدمات اللي هي بحاجه لها وبعدين شوي شوي امنوا لكم اياها. To make life comfortable for her obviously um, and to help us to take good like better care of her. Sister, would you mention some of the challenges that you faced while caring for your mother? Hmm, I don't know where to start. Like I mentioned, the challenges of organizing the extra support that we needed at home. Like as mm. I mentioned before, like for me going to work, everyone else going to school or work. And second, um, for her personally, the challenge of when her condition deteriorated, challenge of her swallowing her food because she um, she ended up with dementia as well. Uh, and dementia, they forget how to speak, how to swallow, how to move. So when she started um, forgetting how to swallow her food, that was a huge challenge for us to try and get her to get food um, in her and water. So um, I, mean, I used to mush her food, make it like a, exactly like baby food. Mm-hmm. for her mm-hmm. to help her swallow it. And with the liquid, we used to get her special, it's a special liquid that's being a little bit thickened mm-hmm. for them to uh, to spoon it, not to drink it, but spoon it for them to get fluid into them. Mm-hmm. So they were, for me personally, they were very important to know that she's having enough uh, nutrition and fluid. The other challenge is... I used to feel really, really upset for her when I would see her swords mm. and try to keep them under control. That was another big challenge. They say uh, that uh, a key element of caring is good communication between you and the persons you're caring for. This includes having tough conversations with the person you care for about the type and level of care you need. However, because you mentioned that your mother suffered from dementia, communicating with her was very limited. 
How were you able to overcome this difficulty while caring for her? As I mentioned, it was very difficult to understand whether she was in pain or not in pain because she was not communicating. But as you do with a with a, a child who doesn't speak yet, you become accustomed to their welfare. And you might you might get an idea when they're hungry or when they're mm. tired or when they're sick. Mm. So in a way, I would look for signs if she was uncomfortable obviously going to show up on her face. Mm. If, she was, if she was comfortable, she would seem pleasant on her mm. face. If she was in pain, you could also see it on her face. So you would rely on her facial expression mostly? Yes, because she couldn't even move her arms or hands to indicate that that's where she's uncomfortable. Mm. Mm. Or as far as, for example, we kept a very close routine to her meals and her fluid. So it was nothing to do with uh, intake of food other than the difficulty of swallowing, which we resolved with uh, blending all her food and giving her more. communication mainly بتعرفي وين ممكن يكون مضايا وبإيش مزعوج من إيش مزعوج هيك يعني يعني لأنه الوالدة أصيبت بالنسيان فكان صعب عليك وعلى أفراد عائلتك يعني أنه تعرفوا إمتن هي مثلا موجوعة إمتن هي جيعانة إمتن هي عطشانة فكنتوا تعتمدوا أكثر شيء على تعابير وجة لتعرفوا أي حالة هي فيها وهذا منه أمر هين يعني الحمد لله يعني كمان ما تنسى لما بتراعي شخص لما كان سنة نعم وعم بتشوفيه كيف حالته عم تدهور وأنت بتعرفي كيف كان وشو بيحب قبل ما يوصل صحيح مثلا أنت بتعرفي يعني خاصة الأم أنت بتعرفي بأمك منيح شو هي بتحب شو بتحب وشو بتكرهها شو بريحها فإذا أنت كمان بدك تعتمدي على خبرتك مع المعيشة مع أمك كيف كانت سابقا و وبدك يعني تعتمدي على هذه الأمور وطبعاً الاتكال على الله نعم سيستام having encountered these challenges someone might ask have you considered putting your mother into a nursing home? Never, never, never. No, uh, because we we hear stories about terrible stories about nursing homes and how your loved ones get neglected and they don't, even your loved ones don't want to be somewhere else. Mm. They want to be with the family. They want to be with mm. the friends, especially in the last days of life. I mean, yeah. they like to be surrounded by their own by family their loved members. ones. Yeah. Uh, so they could feel safe and secure. And how could you leave them in a strange place, especially um, a whole different um, uh, culture and, and language? Mm. It, mm. I think it would make them deteriorate even worse than they, they would have in their own home. Uh, now, I think um, you find some people are maybe forced to leave their loved ones in a nursing home if their loved ones got to a point their health deteriorated to a point where they need medical attention 24-7. For example, they might need oxygen 24-7 or they might need other medical attention. Um, and then maybe they have no choice but to leave them in a nursing home. But 
I I still prefer to try and and, and take care of those um, issues at home if I can. فإذا سؤالي كان لك إنه بالرغم من كل الصعوبات والتحديات اللي واجهتيها ما فكرتوا تحطوها بالنيرسينج هوم فالجواب كان إنه طالما كنتوا أنتوا قادرين تأمنوا لها كل الخدمات اللي هي بحاجة لها ما كان في سبب لأنكم تنقلوها على النيرسينج هوم لأنه أكيد الشخص بيفضل إنه يكون ببيته ومحاط بالأشخاص اللي بيحبوه وبيحبهم صحيح Last words would you like to leave our listeners with regarding caring for their elderly loved ones? Well, last words could be lots of words. But um, first, before I go to my last words, I want to make it clear that without my family and siblings' support and without um, the extra support I got from each or the organization uh, for the ethnic aged care, I probably wouldn't have been able to do it on my own, definitely not. So I would like first to send a big thank you um, to all those people who um, helped um, and to say, Barakallahu fikum. And um, what made it easy for me to keep mum at home because of all the support from family and uh, siblings. But, you know, sometimes... A person might want to keep their mom or their dad at home or their elderly one. But if they don't have that support, they have no choice but to put them in a nursing home. Because it gets to a point sometimes where you think, please, what am I going to do? Uh, my line of work, I have seen a family keeping their elderly ones at home, but unfortunately, none of the things that I have mentioned were given to that poor elderly woman. Um, I saw her in pain. Suffering, screaming, her, her environment, I didn't feel her environment was uh, safe or suitable for her. Um, I believed at the time they didn't have as much family support or as any other outside support. So sometimes for someone like that, you want to keep your loved one at home, but if you can't offer the assistance and the help and the services the, uh, that loved one need, It's like as bad as a nursing home and sometimes maybe worse. So I advise whoever have got this issue to please research and, yes, do push for help. Do push aged care um, team or um, if there is any other. Now at the moment you have uh, NDIS, which is for the under 65, uh, because the system, I think, has changed from when my mother was getting um the outside help. So, you know, talk to your hospital, talk to your doctor, talk to any service you can. If you're really desperate to get help for your looking after your elderly loved ones, and please make sure, try your best. And, and Wallahu a'lam, and in some cases, if we want to leave our 
ولكن ما عندنا هل الدعم من قبل اهل او اصحاب او او اخوه او اخوات او حتى خدمات خارجيه يعني شو بدك تعملي ما فيك تعملي شيء الا بدل ما تحطيه عندك بالبيت آه مثل انا ما شاهدت يعني خلال عملي آه اختيها العجوز بالبيت ولكن ما عندها اي من الخدمات اللي انا اللي هو بحاجه لها اللي هي بحاجه لها ولكن كانت عم تعاني بشكل يعني لحد والله لحد الحين بس امرق من حد بيتها قلبي يعني بتذكر وكثير كثير بتضايق ما كان يعني يعني هيدي وحده مثل هيك ممكن كانت افضل لو كنا بالنيوسين هون ممكن الله اعلم لانه ما في حدا عم يهتم فيها ما في حدا عم يهتم فيها يعني على الاقل على الاقل بهيك حاله بالنوسينج هام ممكن يطلوا يشربوها مي ممكن ينظفوها ممكن يعملوا لها اشياء ما بعرف فاذا كنت عم انصحكم اذا انتم بحاجه لمساعده يعني يعني اسالوا روحوا اسالوا عندكم بالمستشفيات والاطباء اسالوا اذا في خدمات تساعدكم اذا فيكم والله معين توكلوا على الله Sister, I really appreciate you taking the time to share your experience with us about a very sensitive and emotional issue in your life. And I do respect your wish in keeping your identity concealed. May God reward you for your efforts in caring for your loved one. Barakallahu feeki. Thank you very much. Ameen wa feeki, Haji. Shukran. We have just listened to a recount by a sister who wishes to stay anonymous about her experience in caring for the elderly mother at home with the help and support of her family and siblings, as well as ethnic aged care in home services. We would like to thank the sister for the valuable information she provided, and I hope you have benefited from it. I also encourage everyone to put an effort into taking care of their elderly loved ones in their homes whether they are parents, grandparents, or grandmothers, as Allah the Exalted ordered us to look after our elderly and to be caring and kind to them. The Prophet ﷺ ordered us to respect our elders, and he said what means there are blessings in respecting, speaking softly with, and honoring those that are older than you. I ask Allah the Almighty to enable us to follow his orders and reward us for doing so. Ameen. Finally, be sure to tune in to the next episode of this program to learn more about HK services and raise awareness about the consequences of elder abuse and how to stop it, if at all. مستمعينا الكرام فيما مضى استمعنا إلى إحدى الأخوات التي طلبت عدم الكشف عن اسمها وكلمتنا عن تجربتها في الاعتناء بوالدتها المسنة حيث تعاونت مع أقاربها في رعاية والدتها في المنزل وتقديم الخدمات التي تحتاجها من خلال التواصل مع دائرة رعاية المسنين 
والمؤسسات التي تقدم الخدمات المتخصصة للمسنين الذين تتم رعايتهم داخل المنزل ونحن بدورنا نتوجه بالشكر للأخت الكريمة على ما قدمته من معلومات أرجو أن تكونوا قد استفدتم منها كما أشجع الجميع على بذل الجهد لرعاية أحبائهم المسنين في منازلهم سواء كانوا والدا ووالدة أو جدا وجدة فإن هذا ما حض عليه الشرع الكريم من الإحسان إليهم طلبا للأجر من الله تعالى فقد قال عليه الصلاة والسلام ليس منا من لم يرحم صغيرنا ويوقر كبيرنا وقال عليه الصلاة والسلام أيضا البركة مع أكابركم وفقنا الله وإياكم لما يحب ربنا ويرضى وإلى اللقاء في الحلقة المقبلة من هذا البرنامج إن شاء الله تعالى بشوفك يا ميت عم ترحل عني بفزع كأني غرقان وميني نمني أحلامي بأحلامي بشوفك حد تكون